Thoughts? Fast thoughts. I'm Adam Daniel Mizay. Thank you again for being here, my friends. It is always a pleasure to see you here at Fast Thoughts. It's a cold and crisp day, but sunny here from the center of the known universe, otherwise known as Toronto. You got it. You with me. You know, so some people would say that this pandemic situation has actually benefited them. Some people would say it's been great to have this time to incubate some ideas and do a variety of different things, to pick up some new skills, to learn, to do master classes, things of that sort. I guess I'm enumerating all the things that I've done over this time and to really do some good reading, some good planning, and when things were a little bit sort of more open, to do a little bit more on-set work, which was really good. But not to say that it's a good thing that we're locked down, but it definitely shows what you do with the time available to you. Does it go to squander or does it go to some sort of positive beneficial purpose? Uh, One of the things that I've been doing in the continuing pursuit of trying to become a better performer is I've been what's called auditing. They call it auditing, auditing. Um, audit, auditing a lot of the different acting classes that I could possibly get into with an aim at some stage to go sort of whole hog on it, to go fully into a class. In fact, for February and March of 2021, there's already something that's slated. Um, I've already got something booked with a really interesting director who I've actually worked before in a film, and he's actually gone into doing his own acting school and I can't wait because I absolutely loved being in his movie and I can't wait to have the experience of being sort of tutored by him in a way um it's just it's just really interesting dynamic but last night I was part of the working actors zoom call for basically eight different actors doing four different scenes yesterday with Lewis Bomander LB acting studio and a lot of people would say X about Lewis. Some people would say Y. Some people would say Z. I mean, everybody has a different reaction to his style. He's very philosophical. He's a very calm individual. He speaks, you know, again, with those very sweet sort of, you know, lulling, dulcet tones. And of course, he's older, so he has a lot of experience from life that he can share. And he's just gone through some difficult hardships of his own. He just lost his dad recently and um, art for him has been a kind of a salve, has been a kind of a, you know, of, of, a, of a bomb, B-A-L-M. And so, you know, I, I've, really, I've really enjoyed being part of his classes. Um, some people don't respond to his style. Um, you know, if somebody would ask a question and he comes back with a bit of a parable, 
Somebody would ask a direct question. He comes back with sort of a metaphor. Um, sometimes he answers directly. A lot of times he sort of answers something from his various readings and such. And there's nothing wrong with that. Again, that's one way of responding to a question. Um, some actors require something a little bit more concretized. I'm not being passive aggressive. I mean, I'm not saying that's me. Some actors that I've talked to that know Louis Bomander um, and that have worked with him and that have been in his classes, they actually appreciate something of a little bit more, you know, again, concretized style, not necessarily brutal. You know, David Mamet, the famous playwright in the States, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, etc. Um, Wag the dog, etc., etc. Um, you know, they they would rail against the types of teachers who would always go full on full metal jacket brutal on the young talents in the classes and tell them these disgusting things. It's kind of cruel and it's and it's torture in a way. And David Mamet kind of refers to it as older actors that never really made it in the business, um, taking it out on young talents who still have dreams and who still have aspirations and who still have a desire to to want to do really good and really well in the business. So, um, you know, I really enjoyed the class because I got a chance to see some extremely good talents. Uh, I should probably name them because they're, they're, they're unbelievably great young, young talents. Uh, um, Maybe I won't do that, actually, because it's probably unfair to the other ones. But uh, this just it was great to be there. When what happens during an audit is if you use Zoom, you know, you can chime in at the end of the class with a question, um, but you're not really supposed to be. You're obviously just sitting there and you're observing what's going on. And so your webcam is off and your mic is muted and you're just watching the proceedings as if you were sitting in a room. Well, one of the things that Louis was talking about was character. And getting into character, the famous expression, getting into character. When he talks about how that's kind of something that's, mm, it's a phrase or it's a mode of performing that's already been kind of dispensed with. Um, He says you don't put character on like a bunny suit or like a ghillie suit, as the case may be. You don't slip it on and all of a sudden you're in character. Um, according to him. Um, It's something that comes from within. It's something innate. And then he said, you know, because with the kind of environment that we are in right now in the film business with respect to turnovers on self-tapes, what would formerly be considered an audition that you'd go into a facility for to audition in front of a panel of people, now because of the situation, what happens is we end up submitting our own auditions electronically, what they call self-tapes, e-casting, e-tapes, e-cast, depending on which country you're in, whatever platform you use. So a lot of the actors, a lot of us had to become really good sort of crack editors and also um, and, and, and just being able to stop, pop and, and drop an audition and to deliver. In my case, I particularly don't have a problem memorizing dialogues and lines. I actually find it an enormous and fun challenge. Um, and so I'm, I'm, if you give me the big challenge, I'll, I'll go and take it. Um, a lot of actors don't like self-taping. They think it's, I mean, everybody's going to get used to it eventually because the film business is not changing anytime soon with respect to how we get together and get jobs so um but basically what back to what i was saying about lewis bomander he was saying you know because you're on this very quick turnaround window 24 hours 48 hours you don't have a lot of time to sit with the material you don't have a lot of time to let it kind of penetrate you and you know to sort of you don't have a lot of time to ponder it you've got to get to the essence of the character that you're trying to portray in the course of the audition very quickly therefore it's not getting into character it's sort of coming with it's coming out of you um, it's just like, it was a really interesting little nuance. It was like a very interesting little 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 um, adjustment that you have to make. And I got a little bit of that. I got a blast of that uh, 
maybe more than a blast when I was on Aaron Huggett's recent war reenactment film, The Ace and the Scout in September. And I really, first of all, I really loved playing Klaus. I mean, I just, I, I can't say enough about that character, how much I really enjoyed immersing myself in in Klaus in Klaus's whole mindset. But I got a bit of that when I was on set and as Klaus. And the more that I'd spend time thinking about who he was and thinking about where he came from and understanding the, the various historical uh, narratives, you know, in the course of the First World War, I became Klaus for a period of time and it came out of me. It wasn't getting into character. I didn't have to, like, be Adam off camera and then all of a sudden Aaron would call action and then I'd snap back into Klaus. I became Klaus for the duration of the film. Um, and that's not a light statement to say. That's not something that's... I'm not saying it in a flip manner. That's kind of, I think, what Louis Bomander was alluding to last night. And <clears throat> and again, it's the kind of thing that he doesn't give a specific direction for. It's the kind of thing that he just mentions in an offhanded sort of a way. And then you take it in and you interpret it the way that you want to. Other actors might want a coach who's a little bit more hands-on. Not necessarily cruel or sort of... Um, um, uh, accusatory but a coach who's a little bit more sort of practically minded and it's a bit odd because all of this is being done through Zoom and people are getting something out of it like I'm there auditing the class I'm getting something out of the things that Lewis is saying other people are actually doing the scenes and they're getting something from Lewis's observation of their uh, of their various of their various uh, attempts to try to portray a scene another interesting little point that was made yesterday during the audit was when you're actually in an acting class the acting coach the teacher doesn't normally get that close to you and because we're all on these screens and you're doing a zoom call you can actually get right up close to somebody in a way that you probably wouldn't get that close to them in a real life acting encounter especially the coach wouldn't get right up I mean some coaches would but I suspect not many would get up in your face like that and you know Lewis was getting right up into the screen so you could see like his all his micro sort of movements you could see like every little whatever you know little little gesture and muscle twitch in his face and that was something again that's been uh, a result of doing electronic auditions and zoom calls it's not something that would happen if you're in a room or in a studio or in a facility and you're doing an audition nobody gets that close to you uh, and with respect to another actor sometimes you don't even get that close to another actor so it's kind of cool to just pay attention to some of the differences and again the point I wanted to make was this isn't going away anytime soon. We're not stopping with the e-casting. We're not stopping with the electronic submissions. Um, audition facilities are not going to open up en masse. Yes, there will still be film sets that'll be, I guess, COVID safe or however they're actually rated or referred to these days. And there'll be contact tracing, et cetera, et cetera, and masks and sanitizer and the whole, the whole shittery. But um, in terms of how we do auditions and how we get into character, sort of abuse that phrase, but how we develop characters, how we characterize, how we portray as performers, that particular aspect is not changing anytime soon. So it was really good being part of that class. And again, I took notes. And those are things that I will then carry on with me. There's some things that actually stay salient, etched in my thoughts. There are some things that don't vanish. And those and as you can see, the thing that I'm sharing with you today on Fast Thoughts is something that actually I was thinking a lot about and that I had jotted down among other things that I had jotted down from him and from other particular master classes that I took. Um, it's just, it was really good to do that. And I'm glad that they let us audit the classes because uh, it gives us an opportunity again to taste test and see what it would be like were we to be actually full-on students in the class. And also, most importantly, 
it gives us a chance to see what some of the other talents are like out there. And there's some really good talents out there. Oh my gosh. Young talents. They just, they have a wherewithal and a natural facility and a contact with uh, the screen and they understand their body language and stuff. It's just really amazing to see that. Characterization is really important because if you fake it and you blow it, it sucks. And if you watch a movie, if it's an independent movie, not necessarily a big studio production, which has been vetted in terms of the casting several times over, but if it's a small independent film and you see acting from the outside in, as it's called, externally, from the external to the internal, that's not the way you do it. It's not really something that you develop from... I mean, forget about costume and look. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying in terms of what you think you need to do and how it affects you from the inside, in terms of what you think you need to do on screen and then how it affects you from the inside, that's not the way to do it. Um... But when you watch an independent movie that's done in that manner and you see actors that just try to do that or that sort of they force it a bit too much, you know, when you're coming on a little bit too strong or you're coming in a little bit too hot or you're hammering it a little bit too hard, um, it just doesn't look good and you don't like the movie and you think it's a fraud and you think it's fake. And so um, I just thought that that was a really, excuse me, a really interesting nuance and something to pay attention to. So thank you again, Louis Bomander and LB Acting Studio and the great actors that I saw last night. If you're listening and watching this, thank you very much for the opportunity to see how you roll and how you do art. And what can I tell you, my friends? You guys rock. I hope you're going to have a great weekend. I'll probably come up with one more Fast Thoughts for tomorrow. And as always, I wish for you and yours many good things. Fast Thoughts? Fast Thoughts. Fast Thoughts.